Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Chicago football fans, it's time for On the Clock with the Score Zone Mark Grody covering the latest on the Bears' historic upcoming draft. Featuring Bears experts and analysis on this red hot offseason storyline. Right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans. And always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears. Here's Mark Grody. It is Big Ten Night on the show with several first-round prospects emanating from the conference in our backyard. I thought it would be fitting. And good evening to everybody. Welcome back into On the Clock, a very special Tuesday edition of the show. Regularly and most of the time going forward, right up until the draft on April 27th, we are Thursdays from 6 o'clock until 7 o'clock, but because of some programming interference We're doing Tuesday this week, so I'll be here with you until 7 o'clock talking about the Chicago Bears and the upcoming draft. And in about 35 minutes from right now, we will talk to Robert Griffith of the Big Ten Network about the potential draftees that he has seen up close this year. And there is a ton of talent in the Big Ten, and I'll go through some of those names here in just a little bit. Griffith has played uh, played his college ball at Illinois, if you don't know, and he was also a two-time Super Bowl champion fullback with the Denver Broncos. So Robert Griffith coming up in a little bit, 625, if you'd rather do it that way. We're also going to hear from Bears general manager Ryan Poles, who is at the owners' meetings in Arizona with the team's fresh president, Kevin Warren, from whom we will also here, some interesting stuff coming out of his mouth, and it all pertains to players and the draft and what those guys are seeing. So we'll get to that audio here in just a little bit. And I did, for this show, I think we did a couple of calls in the debut show, which I did from Indianapolis from the Combine, and took a couple calls on that show, but I think this is the first show that I've made sure now, we had a little room in the first part. We're, we're going solo guest tonight. So my phone lines are open right now. Leo Stodder is our executive producer. He is the man to whom you will speak if you'd like to call in and talk about the Bears and talk about the draft. If you got a guy, if you got a question, if you got a comment, if you have an opinion 
on the draft, feel free at 312-644-6767. You scoreheads know that the text line never stops. It is always refreshing, and we are always looking at it. 312-644-6767 if you want to do it like that. I'm also on Twitter. I'll keep that open, at Mark Grody Sports. Love to have you follow me, and uh, we will converse. And if you look on my Twitter, you can see that I do like to converse. And today... I conversed with somebody who wasn't very smart. But that's the way it works. I mean, sometimes you're going to have good conversations on Twitter. Sometimes you're going to have bad conversations on Twitter. But I do like talking to you guys and connecting with you guys on Twitter. So, at Mark Grody Sports, if you want to do it like that. Some of the guys that we will be talking about tonight, as far as the Big Ten is concerned, and with Robert Griffith, a couple of – actually, there are three Illinois guys that I'll I'll ask Robert Griffith about. You don't really think about – Illinois much, and I know they've had a nice little boost with Bielema, but every year, Illinois does churn out NFL prospects. They don't win a lot, but they do have some outstanding individual players. The best of the bunch, at least the the highest rated guy from the Illini, and maybe, you know, he's one of the, close to one of the highest rated in, in the Big Ten. Obviously, there's some heavies, literally, ahead of him in that regard, but Devin Witherspoon, the the cornerback out of Illinois, guy that I talked about last week on the show, and our guy Lance Zerline a couple of weeks ago from NFL.com telling me and us and you that if the Bears are going with best player available philosophy, it might be Devin Witherspoon at that spot or even a cornerback to boot. Not necessarily him, but you know Joey Porter Jr., from Penn State is another real possibility in that regard. But we'll focus on Devin Witherspoon. I know you guys have been hearing about him a little bit, but we'll find out what he's like up close. A couple other Illini guys. The Twins. I met the Twins at the Combine. The Twins are Safety Sidney Brown, who is an NFL prospect, and Chase Brown, the running back, who I also talked to at the Combine. Outstanding Combine for Chase Brown. I mean, he's going to be interesting. Not going to be in the first round. I'd be shocked if he was. But I think that Chase Brown will end up having a nice NFL career. We'll find out what Robert Griffith thinks about him. And some of the other guys that you've heard of, too, like Lucas Van Ness. Let's find out what the mysterious, multifaceted Lucas Van Ness is all about. Mozzie Smith from Michigan, another guy in the trenches defensively. Peter Skaronsky, obviously a guy that I probably will ask Robert Griffith about. I mean, we've heard so much about Skaronsky, but everybody's got to have an opinion on him. So, so those are just some of the Big Ten guys. And if there's a Big Ten guy that's your guy, if you want to text it in, 312-644-6767. Maybe I can answer your question, and hopefully Robert Griffith uh, can as well. So if you want to jump in on, on that stuff, that is great. So Robert Griffith coming up at the 625 to talk about some of the, the Big Ten prospects Ryan Poles the the yeah, I'm gonna say it right now he is at he is at an all-time popular high right now for the Chicago Bears Ryan Poles has never been more popular except for maybe the day that he was hired just because he wasn't Ryan Pace and he was Ryan Poles and everything always feels good when it's shiny and new and it's somebody different who has not screwed anything up yet so so Ryan Poles I think he, he's had a He's had a good offseason. Not a great offseason, a good offseason. Made a spectacular trade. Obviously, when you look at the defensive line and the offensive line, there are too many needs to look at it and say that this is a complete project at this point. Absolutely, it is not. And, and Poles knows that. And he talked about the idea that he's, he's got to get – they've got to fill their holes with the draft. First cut, though, I want you guys to hear 
from Ryan Poles and you know, a decisive answer, a decision that was essentially made at the combine was to commit to fully Justin Fields, the Bears quarterback that he has been committed to and that he at least he is not going anywhere this year. It is Justin Fields' team. And we had heard from Ryan Poles that he had to be blown away at the Combine to change his mind. So here we are now with a chance to ask Ryan Poles why he likes Fields better than the prospects. Yeah, it's just I think having him in the building and seeing the progress that he made this first year, getting familiar with our system. Obviously, they're special in the athletic traits. We've seen in college his, his ability to use his arm, too. So uh, I believe when all that comes together, we can have something special. At what point in the process did you make that decision that you weren't going to be blown away by those, by those guys? Yeah. Did the combine? Or? Uh, th- that was like kind of the last step for us, you know, with the setup that we had where it was, you know, a little bit earlier than you might have thought when we first started this whole thing. Um, it always starts with the tape. We watched a lot of tape. We got together as a group in our pre-combine meetings that we have every year. And then we sat down and talked to the guys and kind of put it together and, and then looked at, you know, what the trades, you know, could bring our organization and what's the best route to take to get better now and in the future. And we felt like the trades was the right thing to do. Bears general manager Ryan Poles, right? They're clearly he just wasn't blown away. I mean, he's got to use a lot of words and he's got to – give the answer justice, and he did. But the bottom line is I think that he went to the Combine and it was confirmed that that right now there's nobody better than Justin Fields that they would like to have quarterbacking this team relative to the prospects that exist, the, the usual suspects, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis as well. And like I said this this morning when I was on with David Haw, that the only guy that I think had a chance to do that, to blow Ryan Poles out of the water and make him think twice about Justin Fields, is Anthony Richardson. It had to be somebody spectacular, and he was great relative to what they have you do at the NFL Combine. Anthony Richardson, wherever he goes, uh, he is a project, and he he bristled when we asked him about that at the Combine, the idea, and, and I would too. I don't want to be called a pro- project. Come on, man. Been working my whole life. Now I get now I get to the job I want, and I'm a project. But yeah, I think he is. I mean, he's got a ways to go in terms of accuracy. But when you have the basics down, and that's the physical tools, that that's a lot of stuff out of the way. So I, I will be fascinated to see what Anthony Richardson is like as an NFL player. All right, one more cut right now from Ryan Poles, and then I see that we're going to need to get to the call. Hey, when you open the phone lines, you open the phone lines around here. I'm going to get to everybody. 312-644-6767. The other interesting thing was, and I don't know what happened exactly with David Montgomery, but it almost seems like, sounded like, this may have been a case where David Montgomery chose the Detroit Lions over the Chicago Bears. Here's Ryan Poles on what went down with David Montgomery, who did sign with the Detroit Lions. I know you said before the goal was to keep David Montgomery here. Yeah. What, was there a breakdown in negotiations? Yeah, I, I would just kind of sum it up by saying, you know, players do have a choice. Um, I thought we communicated well. I thought we negotiated well. At the same time, you don't always know what's going on in the background, but I thought we we did a good job. We, we were transparent. We were organized. And it just it didn't happen. I felt like it was really close. Any thoughts on him staying within the division? Yeah, yeah, especially Davis, right? I mean, 
he definitely is going to run with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Um, so we'll be ready for that. But, you know, I communicated with him too. I'm happy for him. Um, he's a guy I respect since he was at Iowa State and love the way he runs. Um, so it's all good. It's all good, he said. And I don't know if it's all good. It's weird how this went down because, and maybe this is my fault for falling for it, but, and having been at Hallis Hall every day during the regular season, this topic did come up at the end of the year and during Ryan Poles' end of the year press conference as well. I, I, I bought it that, you know, Ryan Poles made it very clear that he likes him and that he wanted him back. He did say, I mean, there was the Ryan Poles caveat that it, it, it you never know what is on a player's mind in terms of whether it is money or happiness or all of that. So I know that Ryan Poles had in the back of his mind that this could happen. He's been hurt before. I mean, he knows how the world works when it comes to players. Don't completely fall in love with them because it'll hurt you. And that's what David Montgomery has has done. But I don't know. It, may, it makes for an interesting time with the running backs room as well to think about possible draftees at, at later on in the draft maybe. I mean, you do you have to put Khalil Herbert at the at the top of the depth chart, I think. Deontay Foreman number 2. If you'd like Travis Homer number 3. We'll talk a little bit about a BJ uh Bijan Robinson in the in the second half of the show, something that uh Patrick Finley of the Chicago Sun-Times who's at the owners meetings shared with us in regards to him and maybe being a, a top 10 pick, and that would mean that he might be in Bears territory. So we'll talk about Bijan Robinson a little bit later on. I'm not heartbroken that David Montgomery is gone. I like David Montgomery. He was a good running back. He obviously, you know, the players all vouch for him as a locker room guy. He played his ass off. He, he did no shame to Chicago as a running back. He, he talked about the history. He was very respectful of the organization, always respectful of everybody around him, but he made his choice. And I, look, hey, even before all this happened, David Montgomery, it's an upgradable position. Absolutely. And I, I don't, yeah, at, at this point, maybe the running back room is not as good without David Montgomery, but that is definitely something that can recover. We'll hear from Kevin Warren here in a second. Robert Griffith coming up from the Big Ten. But let's get to some of these phone calls here right now. 312-644-6767 is the number. Let's start with Ray in Orland Park. What up, Ray? You're on the score. Hey, good to talk to you again, Mark. Yeah, Isn't man. it Howard Griffith? You keep calling him Robert. Uh Oh, have I really? Yeah. Oh, dear. Just want just want to make a check there. Sorry, Howard. If it was a bad quarterback. Oh my God, so, I hate uh, myself. Howard Griffith's a Super Bowl champion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank thank you, Ray. I appreciate you. Sorry, didn't mean, to, no, didn't mean to call you on that. That's I okay. Hearing it from me first versus Howard probably be a little easier <laughs> to take. So yeah, that would have really been making a fool out of myself. So thank you. Thank so you. anyway, uh, Mark, we spoke last week about my thoughts about I think they're setting this all up for Caleb Williams in the future, but just for the sake of this year's draft, I feel like. There's, there's two scenarios. One, if Jalen Carter's there, they're going to take him because you can't pass that talent, even though he's got the, the messy, messy record. But truly, I feel like he's not going to be there, and they're going to trade down and get one of the tackles you're talking about, who Ryan Poles is really valuing. The league, some for some reason, doesn't like short arms. They don't like the things these guys are displaying. But Ryan Poles, being that offensive line guy, is going to just jump on it and, and be happy with it. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be really interesting. I, I Man... And, and thanks for the call, Ryan. Thanks for the correction. I needed it. I pre- and thanks to all the texters here I'm seeing right now. 
I know. When a host botches a name or botches something simple, it's you know that I know the actual name, but it insults your sensibilities. I get it. If I was a listener and somebody was botching a name, I would text the score as well. So thank you to all the texters. Thank you as well. To our caller as well. So the Jalen Carter thing, I, there's, no, the Bears can't pass him up. If, if he's still there at nine somehow, yeah, it'd be pretty impossible unless there is something the Bears have discovered or did not like when they met with him. And I know there's the obvious thing to not like, but there are ways to find out about a guy. And if it's out of his system, are you done, man? Are you good? Is this your whopper? Because if that's your whopper and you got it out of your system, then we could probably work something out here. But, I mean, you have it's, – it's multifaceted now. It's not just that you have a player who went through a terrible incident and was part of it, you know, the culpability and being sympathetic towards him because he was right in the midst of it. Um, and lucky for him, he, he's gotten out of this thing with it being no big deal, a slap on the wrist. But there's that part. And then the second part of it now is is he is he available like like because his college day his pro day was so bad you have to make sure that this is a guy that can still because you don't draft Jalen Carter in the top ten and not start him day one so if he's a guy that if he's suddenly become a project then you probably got to stay away from that three one two six forty four. 6767 is the number. Howard Griffith from the Big Ten coming up in about five minutes. This is Rich. Rich, you are on the score. Hello, Rich. Rich. Hey, look, uh, you know, I, uh, I've kind of changed my mind from listening to you guys and really kind of looking at film. And everybody loves Karamski because he's a local guy. I, I like the idea of the Bears drafting nine of an offensive lineman. But when you take a look at who's available, Paris Johnson is clearly the best guy in the draft. And if you talk to the scouts and the real insiders, they will tell you that. The guy from uh, from uh, Georgia. Broderick Jones. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. He's okay. But you know what? What I think, what, Fields needs, as, and I've heard this from several guys as we've talked, and we've talked before about being a former football guy myself, is the edge rushers have blown by both Skaronsky and the Georgia guy for a quick feat. Now, if you get a guy like Fields, right, first thing you need is to make sure he has no pressure on him, right? Sure. So why draft a guy? as a left tackle, or let's say even moves a guard, which is worse. When you get a guy like like Paris Johnson that nobody got near when he played, and he started for three years, three years, and he played five games as a freshman, I'm all about experience and competition. And I'm not really sold on the George guy who takes plays off. Skaronsky played at Northwestern. Do you really want to draft a Northwestern guy? I know. <laughs> Richard, thanks for the call, man. I, I appreciate it. Always good to talk to you, man. The, Paris Johnson Jr., I, yeah, how could you not like him? And 6'6", 310, great size, athleticism. Dude's an all-around athlete. There was, he did play guard one year, 
That's the only thing I don't like. Like that doesn't. That's not a deal breaker, and that doesn't really mean anything. I just wish he would have had more experience at the college level playing left tackle, and that's where Peter Skaronsky comes. Skaronsky comes in because he's a guy that played left tackle for four years. But if a team, and we'll just we'll keep it at the Bears, if the Bears don't aren't absolutely sold that that guy that Skaronsky is a left tackle at the NFL level, then I don't like the idea of drafting him. I don't like that idea. Like the the old, you know, he's a he's a tackle, but you could just you could just move him inside. He'll be fine. With all of the other players that the Bears have on the inside right now. So don't draft Skaronsky if you don't think he can be an absolute left tackle. Paris Johnson for sure. Broderick Jones, 6'4, 310, definite tackle for, for him. So th- those are the guys that we are looking at for sure. I mean you know there are there's gonna there's gonna be a few wild cards too. One of the guys is like like my kind of outside guy on the offensive line would be Dewan Jones. Huge, huge. They're all big, but this guy's six eight. You know, three fifty. Dewan Jones out of Ohio State. The the deal breaker for him like as a first round prospect, even though he thinks he still could get drafted late in the first, but probably in the second, is that he had trouble with false starts and. Like, I, I understand that there's going to be issues with every single player. That just doesn't feel like a good one to go into this season with Justin Fields and wanting to make him better. But I, I did I did jot him down as a as a possibility. 312-644-6767 is the number. We'll take some more of your calls coming up a little bit later on. But coming up next, indeed, we will be talking to the not Robert Griffith. We'll be talking to Howard Griffith from the Big Ten Network coming up next to talk about a bunch of the stud Big Ten prospects that will be, probably be drafted the weekend of April 27th. I'm Mark Grody. This is On the Clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Let's get back to more Bears Draft Talk with On the Clock, featuring Mark Grody, right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears. Take it away, Mark Grody. Welcome back to the program. As you would expect, there are many top prospects from the Big Ten that will be there for draft weekend starting April 27th. And we have just the man to give us the lowdown on some of these big-time Big Ten prospects. He is Howard Griffith of the Big Ten Network. All guests appear on the score hotline brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Howard Griffith, Big Ten Network analyst, of course, played his college football at Illinois, won a couple Super Bowls as a fullback with the Denver Broncos, and he joins us now on the score. What's going on, Howard? How are you, man? You know what? I can't complain at all. You know, the draft's right around the corner. Spring football's happening right now. So, you know, I'm feeling pretty good about myself right now. I love hearing that. I love hearing that. Like, football is absolutely in season. We'll we'll have our lull later on, but right now we are absolutely in the thick of it with the NFL. Stories left and right, and the centerpiece of it is the draft. And, Howard, I definitely want to talk to you about some players in the Big Ten. And I want to start with some of these Illinois guys, because I keep talking about these guys, and I don't want to yeah. act like I was watching a bunch of Illinois football this year. I've studied mm-hmm. up on these guys and watched what I can online, but I didn't see these guys play very much at Illinois. Mm-hmm. So let's start with you know maybe the best of the bunch at Illinois and one of maybe a top ten uh, draftee this year, and that is cornerback Devin Witherspoon. Tell us all about him. You know, he's just under six foot, but really aggressive at the point of attack as a guy who can, you know, wants to play bump and run at the line of scrimmage. But also, a lot of times when you, when you see corners that, that are able to cover, he's also one of those guys that, you know, is a willing tackler. And that's a big part of it. And, you know, I can remember going to talk to the Michigan guys um, after, you know, Illinois just barely lost that one, probably should have won that game. And all they talked about is raved about, uh, Witherspoon, his ability uh, to play and be physical at the point of attack. And, you know, National Football League, you know, it's tough. Um, but, you know, you need some guys that are going to be willing tacklers. You're going to need some guys that, you know, have that ability to have makeup speed uh, and to be able to make some big plays in the secondary. Having watched him this year, are you at all surprised the hype that he is getting in terms of, like I said, I mean, he is definitely penciled in on some mock drafts, you know, as high yeah. as the number seven pick. You surprised at all? Or is this about what you thought during the season that he would end up as? Well, I think one of the things that, that you see, particularly with him, and this is, you know, uh, one of the things that happens with, with players, right? You, your draft stock really skyrocketed through the season. And that's really because people had an opportunity to see the tape they saw some of the competition he was playing against, and he, and he played at a very high level. Uh, and, and, you know, that was evident by the end of the season as he continued to get better. So I think he's one of those players that, that in many regards to probably the average fan, has come out of nowhere. Kind of, yeah. But he's, yeah. <laughs> but he's one of those guys that, man, really makes plays for you. And, you know, you, you say sometimes when you see guys make big plays one week and you say, okay, let's see him do it again. Let's see him do it again. Let's see him do it again. And they continue to do it. And, you know, you finally say, all right, well, you know, he can obviously do it. Now, there will always be questions, right? Can he, can he do it consistently? And I think that's one of the things that, you know, you talk about at the pro level it, uh, and really drafting a guy that high. I think he absolutely deserves 
uh, that type of hype and that type of uh, really when you talk about being able to do it, he has that ability to be able to do it. So it's just a matter of, you know, what team and what scheme is really ultimately going to be the best fit for him. How, how does he compare to uh, Joey Porter Jr. of Penn State? Like those two guys are kind of neck and neck. I see mostly Witherspoon yeah. being ahead of him, <laughs> but are they similar? Or is there one player that you like better than the other, having watched both of those guys this year? Yeah, to me, I really like uh, Joey Porter Jr. And, and I've liked him really since, you know, it probably is sophomore year having an opportunity to watch him. You know, he was long and gangly when he first got to Penn State. And, you know, he's playing corner and you're trying to figure out, well, how, you know, you know he has the ability, but how is that going to transition? And then you saw him go from year one to year two. And, I mean, he has stuff that, that people just don't have. And those those long, long rangey arms. And, you know, so he's going to break up a lot of passes. He'll get caught for pass interference every now and then, but his ability to have that makeup speed and his ability to have those long arms and have those long strides, you know, allows him to be able to make up uh, a lot of, you know, mistakes he may have uh, in whether it's his transition coming out of breaks or whether he bites on something initially. That makeup speed allows him to do that. And, again, those arms being able to, to have that knack to be able to go play the ball is huge. Now, Witherspoon is, is one of those guys that's going to be a ball hawk as well. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just the matter. Do you do you want a guy that, that's closer to six two, or do you are you comfortable with a guy that is five eleven, maybe six foot? So I'm getting to feel like is it fair to say you like Joey Porter a little bit better than than Devin yeah, Witherspoon? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fair. And I think you know you just talk about schemes, but I think ultimately it comes down to that, and it just depends. But they're they're right there. I think they'll probably be drafted in, in a couple of picks of one another because whoever is taken uh, second, most likely when you look at the cornerbacks, I think you'll have a run on that corner position. Talking to Howard Griffith of the Big Ten Network. He is an analyst there. I'm Mark Grody. This is On the Clock on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score I'll be here until 7. And then Big Ant Anthony Heron will be in tonight from 7 o'clock until 9 o'clock, probably talking Bears at some point in time too. Sidney <laughs> Brown, he is uh, a safety for Illinois, yeah. tell mm-hmm. us a, a little bit about no, not as much hype surrounding him as there is Devin Witherspoon, but he's yeah. going to be drafted. Tell us about Sidney Brown. Yeah, he's going to be drafted, no question about it. And I think he's a, he's a safety in the National Football League. And I think scheme-wise, uh, what he was able to do this year is play a lot of running backs out of the backfield, the tight ends down the field. You saw his ability to, to really be able to cover. And I think that's just because of the scheme. They had a smaller-body guy that could run – and make the tackles and hit and understood what was happening with the defense. But I like him a lot. You know, he, he understands and has an instinct for the game. Uh, it's going to be coming downhill. So he's one of those guys that, that really gives you scheme versatility that they talk about. Mm-hmm. And it just depends on whether, you know, you need him in on nickel situations or you need him in to play every down. But he's also going to be a strong contributor uh, to your team in the special teams phase. And, and that's really one of the things that you talk about being a linebacker and, and, and a safety, being able to do both of those things. You have to be able to be one of those core special teams players early in your career. Last Illinois guy that I want to ask you about before we get to Lucas Van Ness from Iowa yeah. and maybe Mozzie Smith from Michigan as well. The running back. Chase Brown. And it's not the draft is it's a tough world for running backs these days, especially yeah. in the draft. But what can Chase Brown accomplish in this draft and what was he like at Illinois? You know, I think he's gonna be one of those guys that's gonna have an opportunity to have a long career. Uh, when you think about him being a, a patient runner, 
uh, a guy that understood what the blocking schemes were up front. Uh, and you talk about patience. He wouldn't hit the hole too fast, but when he accelerated, he was able to get through it. And another one of those guys that, that can catch the ball out of the backfield. But the other thing that, that's important, particularly when you're looking and trying to evaluate backs out, coming out of college, how willing are they to be uh, to play with the ball not in their hands? And that's really pass protection and understanding the schemes where you need to help uh, when it comes to, to helping out your offensive linemen and being able to uh, pick up blitzes. And he showed his ability to do that. But he was one of those high-volume carry guys that was going to be able to carry the load for you, and he got better as the game kept going. And his ability to catch it out of the backfield was huge for Illinois this year. And, again, one of those guys that's going to have to – I'm not saying that he, he can't be a, a big-time back, but a guy that initially, like his brother, has got to be able to secure that spot on special teams. But he's a guy that's going to play. I, I think there's no doubt you look up, you know, and he's had a nice NFL career. Yeah, absolutely. And he, you know, he had a good combine, showed well yeah. there, interviewed well. When I say that, I'm talking mm-hmm. about with the media. He and uh, got yeah. a chance to get to know Chase Brown and Sidney Brown. Twins, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty cool story, isn't it? Oh, it's a great story. And, and, you know, Illinois was able to, you know, take advantage of it as well. And, you know, and it's really started at the beginning of the season at media day, bringing both those guys to, the, uh, to media day. But they're both big team guys. So I, I, it was no question in my mind that they would were, they were interview well when it, talks, when it comes down to, to be able to, to interact with the media and also be able to interact with the coaches uh, that they're talking to and be able to explain some of the things that, that they've had to go through throughout their playing career and be able to explain schemes that they've played in, which is a big part of the evaluation process as a prospect. Let's go out. Let's, let's leave Champaign and let's go to Iowa City now and yeah. Lucas Van Ness I guess my question about Lucas Van Ness what is <laughs> Lucas you know what is Lucas Van Ness is that the question is that what you thought like what is he <laughs> yeah I think that's one of the questions that people have you know they you've seen him be able to be productive inside and outside and you know I, I, I tell you this this is one of those that um you know continue to get better as the season went on and, and I think as pro scouts continue to watch him uh, because this is, I don't know that anybody really saw this coming and, and saw him having these lofty um, draft uh, projections. But, I mean, he's been productive inside and outside. But I think he ultimately ends up being an outside player uh, and he, as he continues to get stronger uh, and work on that strength and that first step. He's going to continue to be able to do that. But he's one of those players, inside or outside, but it's where – he goes in the scheme of things. That's what's going to be important for where he lands. He is a scheme player and really one of those guys that uh, you, you really didn't see coming. Scheme player. So does that mean that he is dependent upon scheme to thrive? Is that what, is that, what that means? Oh, absolutely. And, and let me be very clear. Even at the pro level, Probably ninety percent of guys are scheme guys. Okay, I mean they are great players, yeah. right? right? They are great players, but ninety percent of the guy, if not higher, you know, have to be in the right scheme to really be able to flourish. And you know, guys that aren't, you know, those guys are hall of famers. <laughs> you know, and there's yeah, going to be you. a few guys that can do some other things, but you know, for the most part, you've got to be in the right scheme and being utilized properly. 
I think for you to be able to maximize your skill set that you have. Most guys can't and shouldn't color outside of the lines. I get it, man. And, <laughs> and, and we know the players like Patrick Mahomes who are mm-hmm. allowed to do that. So, no, that's a good clarification. I appreciate yeah. that. Defensive yeah. line-wise in this draft – the, we've talked so much about Jalen Carter, and I, yeah. I've been pushing Kalaja Kansi from Pitt, and I mm-hmm. like Brian Brissy from Clemson. The only thing mm-hmm. I haven't really talked about much or asked anybody about is Michigan's Mozzie Smith. That you know, here's here's yeah. a big time guy at uh, at Michigan. They call him the Fridge there because he's a big <laughs> in man. So what? Tell us about Mozzie and what you saw with him and where he fits in as well. Man, I, I love his game. Uh, I, I really do. You talk about a big guy inside that creates havoc. Now, you, you look at the stat line, it's, you're not going to find him, right? That It's like, okay, did he play? But if you're watching film, you understand how important he was to that Michigan defense, you know, for the last couple of years to be able to press the pocket. One of the things that happens, he can rush from the inside, and he's going to cause some havoc against some teams, particularly some teams that, that try to run a lot of little zone schemes. Uh, where they're trying to reach him and, and they're trying to stop penetration. He's one of those guys that can, can create problems inside, and I think he's going to have a fabulous career. Obviously he had some, some things that were happening off the field um, that he had to deal with, but to me he's one of those prospects that, that is going to be you know lights out at the next level because he's such a dominant and strong presence inside. His best football, without a doubt, is ahead of him. And someone's going to get a heck of a football player that are able to draft him and get him with a lot of value, I think, as well. Last guy that I will ask you about, Howard Griffith, is because we're required to, and that is <laughs> Northwestern's Peter Skaronsky. What do you yeah. think about his prospects at the NFL level and where he actually plays on an offensive line? Yeah, I, I love him as a player. I, I really do. And, you know, I've been watching him, obviously, for a while, uh, even when he was you know, back in high school. But he's so he's so mature, uh, he's so well coached, and he's technically sound, right? So some people are going to see him. Some people will see him as a right tackle. Some will see him as a left. I see him, quite frankly, being able to contribute day one because he, to me, he has that skill set. He's so polished with his footwork. He he was well coached uh, by Coach Anderson at Northwestern, and, and a guy that I think is going to be able to hold up under pressure now. He doesn't have the athleticism as a Paris Johnson, but wow, I mean, he's still, he's technically sound. And he's probably, if you ask me, of all the players coming out this year in the Big Ten, he's probably the safest pick of those elite guys that have that opportunity of going in the first round because he's going to be able to, in my opinion, to be able to contribute day one. Howard, any other guys that I left that like guys that you really like in the Big Ten or people that we should be talking about? I mean, I didn't even ask you about C.J. Stroud and you know <laughs> his ascension to the top of the yeah. draft or whether that surprises you. But are there any other guy? I mean, I don't have time to go through every Big Ten guy. Those are yeah. my guys right there. But is there anybody else that that I've kind of overlooked or that we should be thinking oh, about yeah. in the Big Ten? Yeah, I, I think you, when you start talking about the, the top guys, uh, I think they're right there. You know, you have the receivers. Uh, you know, at Ohio State that are going to be uh, be able to make some plays for you. But I think you should talk about C.J. Stroud because when you talk about being a, a, a arguably the, the top pick or the number two pick in the draft this year's draft, depending upon who you are, I, I think so much uh, not only about your, your, your football IQ, but also what kind of person are you going to be away from, away from the field? How are you going to be able to handle yourself? And, and I think one of the things about C.J. is what he's been able to handle you know, throughout his entire career at Ohio State, 
was the expectation. And, yes, there were some games he didn't play as well as he needed to, but he was always willing uh, to step up to the mic and, under, and explain to you what did and what didn't happen um, from his perspective. So I, I think you're getting a guy in CJ that is really going to be able to um, really take that next step of being a franchise quarterback. I think the other guy who's an SEC guy is Will Levis. I think he's going to have a great career. Mm. Can't talk. I know he was at Penn State. Now it can be finished up in Kentucky, but this dude can spin the football, and I think he's going to have an outstanding pro career as well. You're the first person to say that in a long time, and obviously Will Levis is is thought of as a top quarterback, but everybody Mm -hmm. he he seemed like he lost steam. So it's interesting to hear you actually somebody decisively say that Will Levis could. Do you think that Will Levis has a chance to be the best of that like the the quartet of quarterbacks that we're talking about? You know what? It's always hard to say, right? Because I think so much goes into it. It's a reason that franchises are picking that high-end draft that are taking quarterbacks. And, you know, one of the things I think you look back at, the, you know, really the history of taking quarterbacks number one overall or, or top top ten quarterbacks, you know, those guys are going to some tough situations. And, and sometimes they have to play right away. And, and we've watched how that's really kind of destroyed some quarterbacks. So, you know, I think it's about really having being drafted in the right situation, being drafted by a franchise that understands what they need to do uh, to make sure that they develop that young man at the quarterback position. Because, you know, quite frankly, you know, I think you'd agree it's the most important uh, position in, in football. And you've got to get it right. You've got to get it right. And you've got to be able to maintain uh, and really be able to coach those guys up and make sure that, that you're able to put the right pieces around them. Hey, look, we're, we're looking at it right now here in Chicago with Justin Fields as the Bears are continuing to make um, some things happen and bringing more people around him. But they have to continue to strengthen that roster on the offensive side so that as Justin Fields continues to, to develop as a pro quarterback, he can get better. Howard, this has been great. Great insight. You've given me and our listeners a lot to think about. I really appreciate you coming on for a little bit, man. Hey, anytime, buddy. Just keep Take care and keep doing your thing. <laughs> All right, Howard. Take care, man. That is Howard Griffith from the, the Big Ten Network. You, and if uh, you're an old head, you remember him playing at Illinois. Did win a cup. He, he blocked for Terrell Davis, man. I mean, back when fullbacks were fullbacks. Back when teams cared about their full hey I, I guess the Bears kind of care about their fullback they are bringing back Kari Blassing game maybe they'll use Kari Blassing game this year I think that would be absolutely fantastic I'm Mark Grody this is on the clock we got a few more minutes here and I see a couple people still on hold right now if you want to jump in 312-644-6767 is the number we will also hear from Kevin Warren coming up next and specifically on what kind of players he wants to see on the field and you know an interesting take and how much association he will have with Ryan Poles when it comes to the draft thank yous to the producers for the show tonight leo stoddard doing a great job over there also our guy ryan porth helping out on on the clock as well i'm mark grody and this is chicago sports radio 670 the score baseball is back and so is mlb.tv watch every out-of-market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 
Let's get back to more Bears Draft Talk with On the Clock, featuring Mark Grody, right here on Sports Radio 670 The Score, Chicago's home for Bears fans, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Presented by Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the exclusive partner of the Chicago Bears. Take it away, Mark Grody. The big boss was talking today in Arizona. That would be Kevin Warren, the new president of this team. And a lot of the discussions centered on the stadium. They are full force ahead with Arlington Heights. Warren, you know, he'll do his due diligence with the city as well. But that's not the part that I want to talk about. I'm more interested in what Kevin Warren is thinking about the types of players that he wants on the field this year for the Chicago Bears. I mean, you, you want you want to build your roster uh, with championship uh, quality individuals, individuals who love the game of football, uh, not being not love the game of football because of the all the ancillary items that come along with it, or love to say they're an NFL player, but truly love to compete. You know, I love highly competitive people uh, who do things the right way. You know, who want to work hard, um, to be diligent, to be. Uh, strong in the community, uh, just to really do the right thing. And I've just seen it happen. I saw it happen when we were uh, in St. Louis. I saw it happen you know, in Minnesota. When you get that group of, of men together who really are focused, and it's not about the position or your salary, that you come together that we're going to do something special, uh, you can really change the world. I mean, that's the thing about you know sports and energy and being around here at the league meetings and watching the videos and you know, see it happen. I said it before. There's going to be the playoffs next year. There's going to be, you know, a Super Bowl next year. Uh, it's not like they're going to, you know, we're not going to play games. So, and everyone's 0-0 zero, zero right now. And so what we have to do is just continually pull together, get better, make progress each and every single day, and bring uh, men into the building who are really focused and proud to be a Chicago Bears. And that's why I said every time I walk in the building, you know, I look at that a statue of George Howells, and I asked myself going in today to ask God to give me the strength uh, to do what I need to do to make him proud, and I asked the same thing. Uh, there have been many a days that I've stopped in the, in the chapel there to pray, but before I go home, I look at that statue, and I ask myself, if he had been with me every uh, every moment of that day, would he be proud of what I did? And if we, if we get a collective group of people who can do that every single day, we'll all uh, be proud of the work that we're going to put in here over the next couple of years. Now, good words. I mean, good words from Kevin Warren right there. All It's a good message. Nothing groundbreaking there. He likes really competitive people. So, again, I, I mean, that I guess that's the, the right thing to say, but it is good to start to hear from Kevin Warren. And we know what you know, a big part of his job is, as I mentioned, the, the new stadium deal. But, you know, he, he's going to have a say in things, obviously. He is the boss. All right, one more quick call. Since, Herschel, you've been waiting the longest, man. Herschel, you got 30 seconds before we got to get the heck out of here, so rock it. Hey, don't draft Jalen Carter. Draft the other guy from Georgia because Jalen Carter does not have the stamina to full-length game play, just like Kofi Cockburn. Don't have stamina. It's not going to work. Thanks, man. Coburn. Kofi, I got a little Illini guy right there as well. So, I don't know, man, the – the Jalen Carter question continues to be a great one. It really does. And I think it's going to come down to, and I think most people, and I agree too, it's hard to imagine that Jalen Carter will be there at nine. But, you know, honestly, and this is probably sad, 
the biggest concern right now on Jalen Carter is what he did at that pro day, man, and making sure that guy, Jalen Carter, no matter who drafts him, can come in to the league and start from day one. If not, if you don't think he can, I don't like the idea of drafting him in the top ten. Anthony Heron is coming up next. He's going to keep this thing going until 9 o'clock right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score, my thanks to Ryan Porth and Leo Stodderher for doing great work putting this show together. Thank you to Howard Griffith of the Big Ten Network. He was on about uh, 25 minutes ago. Some great stuff. If you want to hear about Big Ten prospects like Devin Witherspoon and Lucas Van Ness and Mozzie Smith from Michigan and Sidney Brown and Chase Brown, the twins. Go back and uh, check that out. Thanks to everybody for listening. I'll be on again soon. But Big Ant is next on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. Have a great night. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.